I have a two-part question for you, Winky. Um, one, so just candidly, I work, you know, a little bit on the business side of boxing. I manage a few uh, boxers, a few prospects and contenders. And the reason why I do it is because I have a heart posture to just look out for these guys. I really want yeah. them to yeah. make the most that they can out of their careers, not put their bodies on the line for too long yeah. and have somebody who, you know, looks like them that understands the business and can break that stuff down to them. I think that that's really important. For someone like yourself who came from D.C., I also spent time in D.C. I went to Howard University. Um, so I know the pitfalls that somebody could fall into in a city like D.C., but I also know the beautiful side of it. You had to fight for so much of the success that you actually, you know, attained in your career. No one was really looking out for you like they did other fighters. And you just kept fighting. You know, even after the Fernando Vargas, you had already been in the game for so long. And yeah. what people don't know is fighters at that level can sometimes fall to the wayside when they when when a heartbreaking decision like that is made. Of course, of course. When when so I want to know for all the fighters who are still on the grind, still fighting, and it's still a struggle for them, but they have the talent. What would you say to them? If they, you know, they could be the words, they could be the, the motivating thing for them to continue to drive forward for their dream. I would tell them, never give up, man. Quit is never win and winners never quit. You know, if you believe you're the best and you truly believe it in your heart, give it your all. You know, can't nobody tell you what you can and cannot do. Only you can stop yourself from being great. You know, I wanted to be great. I wanted, once I started boxing and I realized that I can I can do something in this sport, my mindset switched. And what it what what took for me to have that switch was when I lost to uh Julio Cesar Vasquez in my first title fight. First I was 21 years old, 25 and old, like 17, 19 knockouts, something like that. But you know, when I went over there and fought, I had so many things against me and I still fought a fight where I can hold my head up and say, okay, I lost this fight. But if this certain situation didn't happen, I would have destroyed him because I could I could feel it in me. You know, I was just like, oh, oh man, it, it it ain't even fair. It's like, you know, a, a Superman against him. Even though he won, it was just like, I, I couldn't, I, you know, if you go into something, it's like your worst night ever. Everything yeah. went wrong that could go wrong, but you still finished the fight. You still succeeded in doing the thing that you, thought you could do and you felt it and you know that if a certain thing would happen man you could have destroyed this if guy. he didn't if have you, those advantages you would have had your way oh, i wouldn't it wasn't even his advantage it's my disadvantage it was nothing that he did it was my disadvantage you know i had i was over there for so long and i i had wore the bottoms out of my shoes but you know not knowing we went and got our shoes the bottom sole redone and they put the wrong kind of sole on them. So the soles made me slippery. Kept, I kept slipping, I couldn't get my balance. But, you know, not being able to get my balance, fighting a tough fighter, pushing me around. My first time going 12 rounds. Most of I ever went before that fight was eight rounds. So now I'm going 12 round tough fight and I'm, I'm in the fight. And the last round is an even fight. You know what I'm saying? He knocked me down in the last round twice and he won the fight, it's okay. But I say to myself, golly, you know, if I could fight this fight and with, with all these things going against me, man, what if my shoes was slipping? I would have killed them. And I wanted the rematch. They wouldn't give me a rematch. So once again, I had to come back and become number one. It, 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 things like that, you know, motivated me. I knew that, you know, 
I was raised by my grand, my grandparents, my grandmother, and I always wanted my grandmother to see me succeed. And uh, nothing, nothing in the world could make me not try hard because I wanted my grandma to see me succeed. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it was. I was no matter what happened. My whole thing was I'm gonna do this. And I'm gonna do it for my grandma. I'm gonna do it for my mom. Everybody, but I, it was it was just you know that motivation, and that's why. I, and you did. The second part of that question is you had a really good uh, relationship with Jay Prince. Oh, yeah, that's my dude. <laughs> that's 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 and and he has helped a lot of fighters in their careers to overcome a lot of hurdles and a lot of pitfalls. And so the second question is, what should fighters look for when they're looking for representation? Well, you know, when I when I got with Jay Prince, Jay Prince just he just got into the game, so he kind of he was with he was just getting got with Floyd and kind of got with uh Roy and you know got with me, so he was kind of new in the game and you know at that time the boxing world really uh, Bob Irwin and them wasn't dealing with him at on, on that on that on that level yet, but but he knew he's a smart man. When I say Jay is a smart dude and, and the respect that people give him because he give respect. Once you give respect, you earn respect. And that's why I think that he, he's just a great dude, man. I'm, I was blessed to have him in my career. You know, we still friends to this day. And uh, like I said, man, he, you know, he, he know a lot and, and he's soft-spoken. If you, if you know him, he don't, he don't speak loud. He don't overly speak. He say what he has to say, and, and, and you going to listen, you know what I'm saying? And if you don't listen, then he leave it alone, you know what I'm saying? Me and him, we, we had a lot of fun together. And, and I got with Jay because of his his man, I don't know if you know Antonio Linda. So Antonio Linda is the one, Linda, Antonio Promotions. He the one that uh, hook up uh, Shakur Stevens with uh, Top Rank. He got the co-promotion with Shakur Stevens with Top Rank. But anyway, Tony was the one that kind of hooked me up with Jay. You know what I'm saying? We talked a lot and he just kept being around me, kept bringing me around Jay. I got to know Jay, his family and everybody, man. And it was, that's what it was. It was a family thing. So for me, to being able to be represented by somebody that looked like me and that 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 had the power and the money. When I say this little dude back then, this little dude had everything, man. I was, I just respected how how he ran his business, man. When I tell you this dude had everything, I was like, dog. And he and he just cool with it, you know what I'm saying? Never he just chill with it, you know what I'm saying? So I always respected how he did it, and he's a good dude, man. So I would tell other fighters. Try to find someone like you said that look like you, or someone that you can really trust that you know got your got got your back. Know that ain't 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 in this just to get some money from you because he got all the money. The money I'm giving that's nothing. So you know what I'm saying he know he want to change, he want to make a legacy for himself, but he got the money. So when 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 we can see someone and they got money, but they still helping us, and it ain't about them making making a living off of us, we we tend to trust people like that. You you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. Good, Good to know. Um, I want to get back to a guy that you took on that is also a Hall of Famer. He's one of the best to do it. It was Bernard Hopkins. You said after the fight, you told Ring Magazine, he tried to take you out of your game and make you fight his game. I, yeah. I am I am curious, from an X's and O's, what specifically would he do? 
Hair button, hair button, hair button, <laughs> dirty. You know what I'm saying? It was just crazy. I'm like, listen, man, I, I know the referee see this. He hair button. He just hair. I'm like, man, come on. You know, and that kind of just took me out because the cut came early. You know, mm-hmm. people don't realize I could have I could have stopped the fight. I could have said, you know, I can't see. I, I don't, don't want to fight no more. I wouldn't have got a loss. I would have, it would just been a call, no contest. I'd have got paid. And then, you know, but I wanted to hurt him. It was mainly, it was, you know, that's just me. I want to fight. And I split all the way open to nothing. I still want to fight. And I know I got to fight a tough dude that's been beating everybody. He just beat my homeboy, Antonio Tarver, who was like heavyweight champion. So, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like I was taking on an easy fighter. People don't realize I took that fight and, and, and he asked me. I didn't have to go up to fight Bernard Hopkins. What, what? You know, it was like, you know, I really ain't had nobody fight. And, and he was like, you ain't got nobody fight. I really ain't got nobody fight. You know, we can fight. You know, I'm like, shit, you want to fight? Let's do it. And that's how the fight came along. We just talked it just like that. So it was mainly for me, I want to be able to say I fought the best fighters in my era. If you if you say any of them fighters, you're going to say when you fight because I fought them fighters. You know, and the ones I didn't fight didn't want to fight me. Oscar didn't want to fight me. That's the only one That's the only one that's missing out of that whole trilogy. Oscar. If Oscar fight me, I fight everybody in my, 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 my weight class, that division or whatever. You just said something that was so refreshing and probably modern day boxing fans don't can't even really recognize or relate to you and Bernard Hopkins had a conversation. Mm -hmm. He called you out and you said, you want some smoke? Let's go do it. Right. Yeah. You you yeah. you went you 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 went up to a weight class. Well, yeah, you, I went way up. I way I went all the way up to 170. I fought 54, 60. Exactly. You know exactly. what I'm saying? I went all the way up to 170 just to make the fight happen. And in in today's era, man, there's so many politics, there's so many networks, there's so many uh promotional companies that cause this like cold war and divide in the sport where fighters can't readily fight even when they want to. How do you perceive the boxing game today? Well, you know, for a while it, it kind of fell off a little bit, but now I think boxing is, is is a bright, a shining light. You know, I think that uh the way they got these fighters uh coming along, they got we got some great talent out here. Like again, Shakur Stevens, Tank Davis, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of good fighters out here, man. And I, you know, I'm I'm just proud to see it now. Now that they want to fight each other, that's it making it even more better. Cause mm-hmm. at one time everybody was ducking everybody. Everybody was not fighting this person, not fighting that person. Then you know you got to give it up to um, what's the word to it? Uh, my man, Earl Spence, Terrence Crawford. Yeah, I like Terrence Crawford, Earl Spence, but but uh, but uh, he just retired. He just lost to uh, Sean uh, Porter. Sean Porter. Sean Porter. You got to give it up to Porter. That's what I. I uh, people Porter's can say what they want about Porter. Yeah. Porter fought all of them. Porter got he got all of them on his resume. Win or lose, he went down and fought all of them. Man. So I I like I like I like him for that man. You know, you got you had a lot of good fighters at the welterweight division. You got uh you know uh, some some I, I I can't take nothing away from Canelo. Canelo he jumping up and down. He he doing people can say what they want. Canelo fought and made his big name, but Canelo now he moving more for the big name fights and. It's, it's not so much about what the people want to say. It's about, about more what, you know, who he going to get a good fight for. But I think that he understands that he going to win the fight. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's some fights, like you said, they want to see him fight Charlo. They want to see him fight uh, Benavidez. They want to see him fight, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Lord, uh, I forgot his name. 
there's a few people out there, but you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, they pick and choose and make the bigger fights for, for I guess, for the money. But, you know, it's fights out there that the true fans want to see. And sometimes we, we'll never think it'll happen. Me personally, when I look at Canelo, I view it the same way that I'm appreciative as a boxing fan that he's taking chances. Yeah. I appreciate that he's trying to build his legacy instead of, not that it's a bad thing. Guys can do it. They're more than welcome yeah. to. Staying content, staying at one weight, not really challenging themselves. Yeah. Taking on Dimitri Bivol was a test. Um, yeah, calling yeah. out all these other guys. I, I appreciate it because I feel like a lot of guys, and, and this is totally fair, will go in, get their money, get out, retire, deuces, see you later. Maybe we'll see you in the Hall of Fame if your resume is good enough. Seeing yeah. him go up and take on a guy that we obviously know, maybe the casuals didn't prior to that fight in the Russian Dimitri Bivol yeah. was ballsy. Definitely ballsy. ballsy. And, and to see him go for it, I certainly appreciated it. I know Britain did as well. Yeah, and, and a lot of people did. Like I say, I, I, Canelo, Canelo is a fighter that 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 – that, that went out and tried to fight everybody. I, I just think I would have liked to see, you know, him and the Charlo brothers, him and yep. Ben Benavidez or him and somebody like that. But, you know, he still went out and, 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 and chose greatness. He trying to he trying to get different titles, different weight divisions, and, you know, yeah. being undisputed at this weight division, We're doing something that a lot of fighters couldn't do. So, I, like I said, once, once again for myself, I would never – discredit anything that a fighter does in that ring because I know what it takes to get in that ring and do it. You know, people can say this and say that, but if you ain't did it, you won't really know. We say that all the time, don't we, Brett? Yeah, we, we always talk about how boxing is, it has to be the most mentally taxing sport outside of just physical because it's you going against another and man. And be given the most respect. 100%. <laughs> and you should demand that much respect when you're a fighter. Hey, it's Rick. We just want to give a special thank you for supporting our show and our vision on the world of boxing. Now don't be like Curtis Harper and show up without contributing, y'all. Drop us a follow. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review. Tell us how awesome and handsome we are if you want to. And let's build this great community from the ground up. We love you and appreciate you. See you next time.